talk about this hello uh is, is this, this what, what you wanters 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 no it doesn't is have this a fun is thisers this is this pissers <laughs> well, I'm, bad, I'm bad at writing um thank you thank, oh can you hear that helicopter hollywood hollywood baby they're setting up the oscars two they blocks are. north of us we live so close to the oscars which sounds so glamorous listen you're watching the oscars on tv do you know i live so close to that yeah you can hear us fart yeah yeah if you listen to uh to the sound of the oscars in the distance you can hear us shitting <laughs> and farting what's exciting about this year though um at <coughs> what the is oscars it? um What's exciting in general is today, uh, Ed and Linda, otherwise known as my parents, yes. are coming to Los Angeles. And my in-laws. It's fun to say in-laws. Yeah, I realize in-laws. how much, oh my, oh, my damn in-laws are in town, I say. You love them. I, that's the thing. I love them and I have no problem with them. So it's not one of those like, I, if, if uh, sitcom comedies have taught me anything growing up it's that you, you're supposed to not like you're your in-laws to, well also it's also you're supposed to like live next to your in-laws and they are always meddling yeah. in your affairs and you're supposed to bust in and you're supposed to go oh geez i don't oh. you're supposed to be called raymond you're supposed it's, to be called raymond and everyone's supposed to love you yeah. um can i say never watched a full episode of that what but when it says everyone everybody loves raymond but the brother doesn't like him Nobody likes Raymond. Is the show about the brother being the only person not liking? Like, is the title him being like, everybody loves Raymond? That's like, is that him? Bad impression. Everybody well, Brad Garrett? <laughs> bah, 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 Brad bah. Garrett's Comedy Club. Uh, if you're listening, Brad, I'd like to play your club. Yes. Also, Brad Garrett sounds like if a coffee maker came to life. That's what a coffee maker would sound like. Yeah. Very slow. Which is yeah. odd because it's full of coffee and you think it'd be all peppy. Anyway, um, so yeah, <laughs> anyway. My, my parents are coming to town. Um, How dare you anyway, me? Oh, shut up. And we're picking them up tonight, and yeah. they're here for six nights. They've Where are we picking them up? LAX, the airport, baby. LAX is the airport in Los Angeles. What? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I like to overly explain things. <laughs> oh, I know. I think it's fun. It is not fun for me. In case there's um, one listener that like is like, what? I'd never heard of LAX, which would be, I'd like to meet that person. Hopped up the plane at LAX Everybody Okay, anyway, my stupid parents are coming to town. We're picking them up tonight, and they've never been to LA. I've been here for three years, and I was like, um, hello, can you come visit me? And my mom was like, nah, LA doesn't really appeal to me. I'm like, well, do I not appeal to you? How much you want to bet that when your parents land, uh, you're, the first thing your dad says is, uh, oh, I wonder if TMZ is here. I don't think he knows what TM or Z is. You don't think so? No. I think he's going to have a fun little dad bit. He's going to be like, oh, I wonder if, you see, uh, uh, I wonder if uh, Robert Redford is also in the airport right now. I, don't, I think you think my parents are different than they are. No, I think he's quite quippy that you're, you're Ed. My Our Ed. Ed. Our Ed. Our <coughs> Ed. He's got some quips. He's got some quips. So I'm very excited for them to be here. Um, and for three nights, um, I, I decided to check them into the... to the. Actually, I'm not going to tell you where my parents are, but let's just, in case you perverts that are going to go find them. I don't want to say that online. I'm wondering how you're going to phrase this now because you're going to say a hotel near where the Oscars yeah. is. Well, there's a 
bunch of them. Well, there's a bunch of hostels and then there's one nice one. So you do the I math. Put the, I put my parents up at a hostel. No, there's a nice hotel, like literally right by where the Oscars happen. There's a few yeah. of them. And uh, so, yeah, put my parents up there. And it's very exciting because now we're going to watch the Oscars in their hotel room and literally be like next to the Oscars watching the Oscars. Hopefully we get a window where we can see the Oscars and also watch them at the same time. Ooh, that, that would be, be cool. But... Um, yeah, I think it either might be crazy or annoying. I'm not sure what it's going to be like. I think watching. it's going to be both. And yeah. I want if there's if there's parties there after, maybe we can kind of cra- uh, try to crash them. Well, I keep saying my whole thing is like because your parents are what in their late sixties. Yeah. And I'm like, well, they look like industry. They look like Hollywood elite because you know these these older people. You know, they're the. Uh, I feel like if my mom was like chiefing on a cigar or something, she'd look more. They both have to chief on cigars, (laughs) and Ed has to wear a monocle, and then your mom has to wear two monocles, separate. That's the most hilarious visual. Cigars coming out of her ears. (laughs) Be like, oh, right this way. What is she about to meet to someone like that? (coughs) What with the cigars? Not meet to someone. Sorry, get me to. Yeah, no, definitely not. Picturing um, my mom's two cigars coming out of her ears uh, a mile o- away, people would be like, well, that's a pervert coming straight for Here she me. comes. Here comes the smoke signals of this pervert, this cigar-filled pervert. And, and before then, anybody gets uppity, I'm not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not trying to make a light of the Me Too movement. I don't think anyone's getting uppity. I don't know. Someone might listen to this and be like, she's a bad feminist. I'm not. I, Is this I, what you uppity? But it, do you think people want to get uppity? I, I sometimes think they do. Hmm. Because here's the thing. I are uppity. I, I'm very I are, uppity. I are uppity. I are uppity. <laughs> <laughs> I are uppity. You're the worst robot to meet. <laughs> Hello, nice to meet you. I are uppity. <laughs> oh, it's uppity. I don't like that this robot's uppity. uppity. <laughs> um, I'm very uppity, and I find when I'm at my uppityest, when it's when it's something like, oh, you know what, I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to send an email or I'm going to blast this uh, company on Twitter. It's usually something else. Like, yeah, it's annoying and I've been wrong. Yeah. But there's usually something else going on in my life. And I'm like, well, at least I have control over this and I can get mad at this. So sometimes when people get mad at something, it's because they have nothing going on. Not nothing going on, <laughs> but they're like they're another problem that they're not facing. Of course, um, but you're totally allowed to get upset about me too and all that. Yeah, what I'm I will to say. say in my entire life there have been a handful of times, and I wish I react like this every time, where someone's been a real pissant to me, you and I kiss them on the mouth. and I literally go, "Is everything okay?" And then they go, uh, "No, I'm just having a really bad day. Sorry." Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. you just go, "Is everything okay?" There's this guy at the gym once and he yeah. was like being very like huff and puff. And he like, and I was like, I was like, are you okay? Like, and he was just like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just having a bad day. Like, just like, cause sometimes they're not okay. Yeah. And you just, you just, you can't, you got to play. It's, you know, if they're playing the bad cop, you got to be the good cop sometimes. If someone asked me if I'm okay and I'm truly not okay though, like I'll just cry. You know, when you're just like on the verge of tears, yeah. I mean, that's something different. And you're just like, keep it together, lad. And someone's like, is everything okay? And you're like, Honestly, I don't know how I'd react if somebody asked if I was okay and I was being uppity. I'd be like... You would fucking snap. I'd probably say none of your business. You'd be like, do I look like I'm okay? I'd probably go, until I melted into a puddle. Yeah, sometimes sometimes you're calm and sometimes you you fly the handle and and I have to be like, whoa, chill, man. I feel like Thailand made me calmer. I honestly, uh, yeah, honestly got compared to what before, especially driving. Yeah. You're not a calm driver. I I'm mean, not a calm mind. driver, but when I've been back, I've been actively trying to be less crazy behind the wheel and less road ragey. Mm-hmm. And it's because witnessing Thai people, uh, not freak out 
in their traffic. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what am I doing over here? I mean, unless something is so crazy, there's no need to like lay on the horn or go crazy because you're going to get to where you need to get regardless. Yes. Also, so, I've been like, well, why would I be freaking out right now? I'm not in a rush. Mm-hmm. 90% of the time when I get in the car, not in a rush. I mean, there's annoying things. Like it bugs me when people don't signal and like blah, blah, yeah. blah. But you can let it slide. You can let it slide. Sometimes I'll motion to people to get out their phones. Because that's, that's the biggest. If you're if you're on your phone and you're driving, get the hell out of phones, town. The phone's very bad. And also there was a, an article, I think it was the LA Times, that said that this is like one of the worst cities for it, obviously, Los yeah. Angeles. And there's like no like solid laws about, like, yeah, you're not supposed to text and drive. You could get a ticket, but the cops never get tickets for it. Well, they're busy doing other shit, you know? Because everyone's doing it, too. Like, I've been at stoplights watching cars go by, and I'm like, every, like, eight cars out of nine cars, we're texting. Like, you just see foreheads go by. Which is very scary to see. Just a sheen for I am forehead. so focused when I'm driving. Mm. Hyper focused. Because I'm, I'm scared of killing someone or myself. I duct tape my hands to the wheel and I put a mouth guard in. Did you know apparently you're not supposed to do 10 and 2 anymore? It's 8 and 4 because the whole like 10 and 2, it's like your hand can slip and go, whoa. And That's then what you... they've been saying for a while. They're like 10 and 2. No, it's 2 and 4. No, it's 9 and 8. But like down there, who bad. drives like that? It like some guy was like, no, it's apparently it's this now. I'm like, I don't believe you, man. No, I like uh, I'm a high noon guy. I lean back, one hand at high noon, and then I just go cruising the vistas. No, you don't. I've seen you drive. You don't drive like. <laughs> no, this. I like people to think I'm cool when I'm driving. I drive like there's 72 rods up my ass, and I'm eyes. I don't blink. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the driest eyes. Off into the sunset. What do you call it if you like hold on to the horn? The, the middle, the middle, middle, middle o'clock. You're a horner. You're a horner. I drive horny style. Yeah, horny for cars. Yeah. Horny for driving. Yeah. Oh, speaking of horny for driving, I'm full. Yeah, we had a beautiful. Uh, you you pulled a recipe out of your. You got a, a subscription to Bon Appetit. Bon Appetit magazine, magazine. Which I can't recommend enough. And yeah. this is not a hashtag ad. Is this what you want? You want to read more uh, cooking magazines? Because I think you should. Uh, and also, Bon Appetit, you should also sponsor us. We need Dave & Buster's, Costco, and Bon Appetit to sponsor Those us. are the big three. Mm-hmm. Those are our trifectas. We have a shrine in our living room, and candles are lit. There's a picture of Satan in the middle, and the three, the big three sponsors we want. Yep. And then our plan will be fulfilled. Exactly. And the blood of goats will flow through the streets. Oh. Poor goats. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I feel bad. I Go- feels bad for the goats. Goats get it bad for when when it comes to satanic rituals. Those are always like oh, yeah. it's like come on like I mean babies I guess too but yeah goats babies and uh, is because goats are the only horned like the e- most easily accessible horned animal. Does it have to be a horned thing? Is that somewhere in the Bible? Because it's like I think that's the whole satanic thing. It's like yeah, well it looks like the devil. Like I think that's how that religion goats started. Goats look like the devil. If, yeah, honestly, if. The devil is modeled after goats, then hell ain't so bad. I know. I, I would pet it right. I'd pet the devil right between his eyes and his nose yeah, until he falls asleep. Yeah, they don't spit. Yeah, they, they do. They grunt. No, that's llamas. What, there's that video of goat. Um, a no, man they sneeze a, at you. They go. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's And it's what I meant. more of like a snot. That video but of that man arguing with that goat. Yeah, which honestly, when somebody sent me that video, they're like, this is crazy. And I'm like, uh, having grown up on a goat farm as a child, I'm like, I did this and there was no cameras. Yeah. <laughs> but just this, this man is literally trying to reason with this goat, though. I think yeah. that's the funniest part to me. And the goat's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and then just chuffing at him. Sometimes anyway. goats try to say words. 
It's very funny. It goats are the fun. best. Goats are great. And um, we ate Hail goat Satan? Night. We didn't eat goat, but we <laughs> ate. Um, so last night, because I, I always peel through my Bon Appetit magazines, and I'm like, that's a fun recipe, but I never... Like, look at the pictures? Is that what that means? Yeah, peel yeah. through it. I'm like, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that. But it's always some like weird ingredient I don't have, and I go back to the basics. Like star anise. Yeah. That's a weird one. Maybe you cooked with that once. I've never heard. Also, it almost looks like it's star anise. How do you spell it? Star A-N-I-S-E. It doesn't look like anise at all, child. Star anise. But I made this. um, It was a recipe for pork marbella, and it had um, olives in it and prunes. Crazy. Which I know sounds fucking weird, Yeah. but it was actually so good. Pork is one of those meats. It's like you honestly could uh, have it for dessert if you wanted to. You could like, because it goes so well with like sugary sweet things for some reason. I mean, reason. like, yeah, pork and applesauce. But apples. why not other meats? Why not like a candied steak? I mean, you know what? There's yeah. been like um, the, the crispy beef at um, Gelada. At Gelada and some of the Thai place the, here in uh, Los Angeles. We live in like Los Chinese Angeles. Chinese crispy beef. It, it always has like a little bit of like brown sugary. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then like chicken with like a mole sauce, a little bit of chocolate. Not as common though. You don't want to have a sweet chicken. It's weird. Um, sweet and sour chicken. That's pretty good. Honey, garlic. You chicken. You know what? Maybe you're right. You Maybe you can have all the meats can be sweet. All the meats can be sweet. Except for fish. No, no, you can have sweet fish. You can have like a glazed. You can have like a sweet and sour fish, sweet hmm. and sour shrimp. We're we're pigs. The human race is. Uh, it's like it's funny to, to be like, let's have dinner. It's like throw some sugar on it though. But it's not sweet. It doesn't taste like dessert. It's just like sometimes, and it's the same thing with like when you put a little bit of like sea salt on a cookie, yeah. it almost it almost elevates the sweetness because there's like a contrast. Yes. Between the sweet and salty. Is it playing? Because last time it was Yes, wasn't. it is. I'm just making sure. Sorry. Okay. I have to be the producer for this podcast as well as uh, an active host. Mm. And I just want to make sure that we're not wasting our time. My biggest nightmare would be that we sit here and record just a beautiful, genius hour and it just doesn't Well, that go almost through. happened last time. And then you yeah. glanced over and you're like, oopsies. Glance Armstrong over here. Glance Armstrong. That's what they Only call. one eye. <laughs> He's always looking, always glancing. What were we talking about? Sweet pork? Sweet pork. This pork Marbella. Anyway. Um, Marbella is what it's called. Marbella. Yeah. And it Where, was so Is it good. from a particular I'm assuming it's region. some sort of a Spanish situation because there's Spanish green olives. Yeah. Um, it was so, and we, I never cook with pork. I yeah. try not to eat as much pigs because I, pigs are smart. I mean, if you've ever hung out with a pig, you're like, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. Like it's, uh, I mean, cows is where I could draw the line because if you've hung out with a cow, you're like, there's nothing going on here. Oh, but I they're sweet. The babies are sweet. The adults are just like, feed me. And that's it. Here's my issue with cows, though. They have a bigger like carbon footprint. And, and yeah, everyone thinks it's farting, but it's burping. The cows. The cows. Yeah. Because they, uh, they're because the methane that comes mm-hmm. out of their mouths, but pe- it got it got morphed into people being like, "Oh, the cows are farting All and the they're, shit, yeah. they're ruining the ozone." It's like no, because they burp and belch mm-hmm. and they're they got like five stomachs or something. And that's why. So how many stomachs do they have? Uh, they have a bunch. How but many? in terms of like better for the environment, pork is actually a bit is much better for the environment than cows because of four stomachs. By the way. Oh wow. That's Did too many. That? Anyway, eat less animals in general, but uh, yeah. this pork marbella was nice, and I got like a nice, like ethically sourced pig. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this: Beyond Meat lately, which we've been dabbling into, oh, is really yeah. they're really getting it together with that plant-based uh, they are. proteins. Which we had a chili the other day, and let me tell you something, boyos, 
we were the two most regular people on the planet. I um, don't know if it was the beans or the plant meat. I think it's the plant meat. There's got it's got to be chock full of fiber. Like they to like keep it together, they must be like, let's throw the most fiber in there you ever thrown well, into it's a person. Pea protein, right? Peas? Yeah. And those are high in fiber. I guess. Okay, what is impossible what, meat? What does impossible meat? High. But yeah. High in see. estrogen. Hmm. That, that came up before fiber. <laughs> <laughs> what is the impossible meat? Is impossible meat good for you? But it's just, it, and people are like, oh, it's like regular meat <coughs> is better for you. Here, you're not supposed to eat impossible meat every day. No, it just has to take it just to, to have a cool off for a second. Also, like whenever I remember the first time I had an impossible burger, I was like, you don't feel like shit after. No. You don't feel like Grease, grease Bow the Clown but off to the it's chunk still not circus. It's like a health food, though. They're still high in fat and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, you know, treat yourself sometimes. I had the Impossible Whopper. Um, we stopped oh. at Burger King. I was in Joshua Tree uh, last week, and then we stopped at Burger King, and we all got Impossible Whoppers, and it was it, it, it was impossibly good. Was it? Yeah. And again, yeah, you know, if I ate a full actual Whopper, I'd feel like a dump truck. Well, because a Whopper, to honestly, is mostly mayonnaise and pickles and this, the toppings on a Whopper are crazy. So you, you're barely tasting the meat as it is. Mm-hmm. So. It was mostly mayonnaise. Yeah. And pickles. Yeah. A so. mayonnaise and pickle sandwich? Mm. I used to eat that growing up. May- mayonnaise and lettuce sandwich. Ew. We didn't have a lot of meat growing up. <laughs> See? That's good. But that that is truly my love for mayonnaise. I love mayonnaise. You love mayonnaise. 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 Also, uh, I've been, I feel like I've been yapping about lentils all week. Yeah, even uh, can't stop. She'll yeah. wake up mid sleep and she'll be mid sentence about lentils. I like <clears throat> lentils. She goes I, to Julia goes to bed every night with two pockets full of lentils, and she's I never been bu- happy. A bucket full, full of lentils. lentils. <laughs> they're also high in fiber, I believe. They are high in fiber, and they're very versatile. Yes, and there they can are go so many anywhere in the world. They can go skydiving. They can go rock climbing. Oy, oy, oy. I'm the joke maker. <laughs> and what? I'm the not joke maker. These are bad jokes. Hello, I'm the joke maker. Uh, you should show up to your next gig like that. Hello, I'm the joke maker. And then they go, Taxi. <laughs> what else? So, uh, is is this what you want? You want to talk about lentils? <laughs> you want to talk about lentils, everybody? I think for this is a, a good. Um, Food, we got a good food uh, flow going. We do have a good food this. flow. Do we just Ooh. ruin it by talking about it? No. Um, w- speaking of food flow, uh. we are going to food, well, the <laughs> food Olympics. What are you about to say? We're going to Temecula with my parents. That's right. Well, because we got to do all the, uh, we got to do some touristy things, right? So tomorrow we're going to Santa Monica and then Malibu to go mm-hmm. to the Getty, Getty and we're Villa, gonna, which is you know nice, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, and then Temecula, wine country, because they're quite they enjoy. And the I don't wine. know if we've talked about Temecula on this podcast. If we haven't, then oh, that's crazy. Strap in, Sally, because we're oh. going to Wine Town. Temecula, it, everybody talks about Sonoma and all that, um, but a lot of people we've talked to at Temecula who've been to both are like Temecula is where it's at. It's untapped, and we almost feel bad talking about it. It's about an hour and a half, hour and forty-five minutes. I'd say hour forty-five outside of L.A., mm-hmm. kind of like. Uh, East, southeast, I want to say. It's like above <coughs> Carlsbad. Is it that direction? I honestly, we've driven there seven times. Oh my times God, I have I, to uh, look it up right now because are we dumb? But it's it's one of those things where they have all these beautiful little wineries and because everyone goes to, to Sonoma mm-hmm. and no, and I feel like we're right in the cusp of people going to old Temecula. It's kind of in the desert a little bit, but there's hills and it's beautiful. It's and the actually people are, stunning. The people are very nice. Ooh, now with traffic, 240. Hey, Excuse me. Yeah, it's like above 
It's more inland, um, like above Carlsbad. Yeah, which is near San Diego. Yeah. Which is near Mexico. Which Marietta? is near South America. It's near Murrieta. Murrieta. And um, Palomar Mountain. Yeah. Anyway, it's wine country and it's lovely and we're part of a wine club there. <laughs> which means we pick up shipments from... Uh, we pick up two bottles of wine every two months. That's the club. We call it a shipment. <laughs> but it's one of those things. It's like we heard about becoming like members of like wine clubs there and like wineries and what we're like never i don't know if we'll ever have the time or the money yeah and literally the first winery we went to europa and mm-hmm. we were like sign us up we are in also we need we gotta we gotta europa to sponsor us we gotta start a show there we gotta do something there there's we gotta a, do something there's there. a guy who works there called dr doug yeah and he's this older man and uh he's a smooth talking wine wine poor wine man drinking um, and he loves us because most of the people who go for these tastings and most of their members are, I want to say 60 plus. Yes. And then there's us two jack-o'-lanterns. Yes. Fresh jack-o'-lanterns come, come strutting in. in. Well, I have heads. thought because these wine reviews I do on Twitter, I'm like, yeah. well, I, I posted, I got to push it more there. Yes. Have you I'm, not tagged them at all? I tagged them once and they like liked the Instagram post, but I'm like, listen, I'm reviewing these cause I review cheap wines. They're very expensive yeah. wines. They're you know moderately expensive. We got to do something up there. We got to do something. There's I something. I love it so much. And the thing about Europa, <laughs> and the reason why we we got bamboozled into joining, um, is because they're like expanding. So they're making basically this like mega winery. It reminds yeah. me of like mega churches in in like the south. It recall, it reminds me of like Disneyland, but for like Europe. Yeah. Because there's like an, an Italy part, there's a France part, and the Spain part that the they're Spain building. Spain part, you know. So and maybe that, is that kind of Europe? That's not Europe. Do you don't think Italy's Europe? Is it? I honestly don't know. Are I'm, you? Well, how big is Europe? You don't. <laughs> is this happening right now? Italy's part of Europe. It I is. Th- I can't tell if you're having a stroke or not. No, I'm actually being serious. I honest to God, you've you've been over there, so you would definitely know, but and I've not studied that area at studied? all. Studied? You don't have to study it. I always thought Europe was just like Ireland, United Kingdom, France, Germany. Italy's kind of down there, you know what I mean? I thought it was like more like Spain is Europe as well. This is blowing your if mind. If you could see my eyes literally falling out of Here's my the head. Thing. Okay, is Portugal Europe? Yes. Wow. Europe's big. Oh my God! Do you are you <laughs> sure you want to keep this in? Yeah, I do. This is bad. How, it's Guys, not bad. Is this what you want? Is it you a literal moron? <laughs> well, listen. I know some things, oh God, and I, I don't know you, other things. Oh, you know who I am. This should not surprise you at all. There's certain I things I just smart. don't know. I think you're smart. I didn't know I was circumcised until I was like 24. Oh, my guys. There's things that slip through. We all listen. You're being yeah, the tip of your penis. You're being crazy your dramatic about this, but everyone has little bits of knowledge that are like, wow, I went my whole life and I did not know that. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's but there's things like I don't know how to like edit, and you're good at editing. No, no, no. And I don't but know there's little facts not... about little things that everyone that everyone you're like, oh wow, I can't believe I didn't know that. Well, what are mine? I don't fucking know. I feel like I know a lot. Wow. And I'm very bad at geography. I will say. Yeah. But the fact that I'm bad too. I mean. When we went to Thailand, I was like, oh, that's where it is. Also, I wrote a joke about this, but it's true. It's like for the longest time, thought, I thought Bangkok. I think you said this many times on this podcast. I think you say it every podcast. Bangkok was the capital of Thailand. or Yeah, Thailand. No, China. That's right. 
because it's because uh, a bully used to punch me in the penis and go, "What's the capital of China? Bangkok." And then yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you said this. Well, just double checking with everybody. I anyway. mean, it, it, <coughs> if he hasn't, then I apologize. I, I need to take a minute and take a sip of my water and uh, collect myself before we continue because this was. Well, I don't know if you want to continue sleeping oh beside my me. Gone. Oh, I don't that's know where the do. United States is. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, the too many states. If you really look at a map, you're like, I don't know where most things are. Kansas is right there in the middle. I'm going to Nebraska in two weeks, and that's smack dab in the middle. I'll tell you what. Ugh. We have a lot of weird <coughs> butt fuck gigs coming up. Well, mainly two. I have. We we have. Um, oh, you got that Niagara, one, in and then I have two. I won like New Mexico somewhere and somewhere in Texas. Yeah, a couple of college gigs where you got to land and then drive like over two hours. Well, I have a college gig, and then I have, um, then I have to. I think I rent a car. I don't know how I'm going to get from point A to point B because it's only one. Because you can rent a car and drop it off just like one area, right? One way. Yeah. Yeah, it costs more though. But what what are my other options? I don't think there's a plane from. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Well, figure it out. Is this what you want? You want to just hear about me trying to figure out the logistics? Talk, talk more about the logistics of uh, the industry. That's the thing. When you see a comic like out in the road, like in the middle of nowhere, like the amount of effort it took to get that comic there, Ugh. usually a lot. And the effort for that poor comic. Yeah. Yikes. Yamaha. It's, it's, it's an exhausting little biz. It's exhausting. And then we try to make it look easy on stage. Like we're not exhausted and trying to acclimate ourselves to new time zones and new types of toilets. That was the biggest thing I learned when I became a comic is how to sit on different toilets and be comfortable. I used to be a, a huge toilet snob growing up. Really? Yeah. I used I to be like... I shit anywhere. I would never shit at high school, high school elementary. No, I don't think I ever shit once there. Really? I would get it out in the morning. I'd be like, this is my toilet. I love this toilet. I honestly can't remember. I don't have any, any memories of, of shitting at school. Huh, that's good. But I, I, I don't think it was like... Something I said, no, I will not do this. Nobody's like, oh, I hope I shit at school today. Well, I got to witness what boys do in the boys' room to toilets, and I was like, I never want to be a part of that. Like where the guys that would, uh, you know, they would hover above the stall, like hold themselves up by their arms, and then shit. What do they call it? Like a bombs away shit. What is wrong? Boys should be yeah. murdered. It's uh, at birth. <laughs> it's <laughs> boys should be murdered straight. It's, it's a boy. Kill it. Obviously, I'm kidding. Yes. Um, see, no, someone's going to take that little soundbite and just play it when I finally get nominated for president. No one's taking soundbites. Um, People will. How was your, uh, this is a, a little segment I'd like to make a common thing. How was your, how was your week in auditions? I've been told pilot season is ramping up, although I'm yet to see any evidence of it. Okay, is this the showbiz part of the podcast? Let's take this into showbiz town. Well, I feel like people are sem- semi-interested in hearing. I mean, I've, I, I, my week in auditions, what, I actually had an audition, so that's a nice time. That's a good one. That's a huge start. Yeah, audition for, um, it's like a new sort of, I'm not going to say, because I'm not allowed to give details, but it's a new sort of like panel-y time, type of show where you debate one year versus another year. Yeah, like 91 versus 93 or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I had that. I think it went really well. It was just mostly like riffing and teleprompter stuff. And by the way, I, I'm quite good at reading the teleprompter, yes, which I is have a skill that. to have. Yes. Mm. It's a weird... It's, that in improv is when I, I'm always shocked that comedians can't do. Yeah. It's like when you can't improv as they a can't comic... can't be off the cuff a little can't bit. can't be off the cuff a little bit. A lot of comics just can't. 
a lot of like excellent comics, like amazing, really strong written material. And then something happens in their set that throws them off a bit. And then they're just can't do it. And then they just continue. Yeah. Which is, I wish I had a bit more of that because I have such ADD and something yeah. happens in the crowd. I'm like, what's that? Who's that? I'm going to riff on this. And then I get weird. And the audience is like, um, too loose, too, too loose. I'm too, too loose goose. sometimes. Me too. We both suffer from the same thing. We, we've been around each we, other too we, much. We suffer from too loose syndrome. Too loose, too loose gooses. Not the vagina. No. Tight vagina, tight penis. What high if we tight. did like a tour? I mean, I know Moshe Kasher and his wife, uh, Natasha Legero already did this, but it was like a crowd work. Like you and I doing crowd work because we're two loose gooses. What if the tour was called Two Loose Gooses? Yeah. And we dress up like gooses. Oh, and see? we go honk, 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 honk. It's just an hour of honking every night. Yeah. And we go, where are you from? Honk, 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 honk. Honestly, Two Loose Gooses is a funny tour name. And uh, We're going to do it. <coughs> is this what you want? Is this what you want? Honestly, if you think Two Loose Gooses is a good idea, I mean, we could have some material. If you want Two Loose Gooses to come to your town, contact Julia at juliacomedy.com mm-hmm. and maybe CC me in it. Doesn't really matter. CC we get my the playmate. Come out and play with me and bring your unity and do not mean to pee. And Wasn't there a rainbow in there? Yeah, and then there was also like a bad version of it. It's like, CC my playmate. Come on and fucking kill yourself. <laughs> Written by Slipknot. Yeah. Uh, it was really aggressive. It was like one of those like eerie ones. And you're like, ew. You had an audition where they were like, must be able to drive a lawnmower. Oh, yeah. So I was and I was supposed to have it today. And you know what? In hindsight, I probably should have gone because it said, let me let me pull it up exactly what it said. Because that's a, the thing in this biz is you're supposed to kind of like fake it till you make it. Because there was an audition once where um, it was like must be a Raptors fan. Yeah, you have um, you're going to be quizzed on this. You must know. And we both was, went for that. We both went, and I did so much research, and I honestly killed it. Yeah, and I did no research. I just went on my knowledge from probably eight years ago. And they're like, "Who's your favorite player?" And I'm like, "Chris Bosh." <laughs> and they're like, and "You I even said it like that. You said like Chris." Yeah, and wait, let me. I don't think I actually looked him up. I just remember that name for some reason when I was in Toronto. Chris Bosch. He's and the, uh, oh my gosh, yeah, there was. Yeah, a, he definitely is not a playing, not a playing of basketball anymore. No, def- that was so long ago. <laughs> 2017 is when he retired. And the man, there was a man who went in because it was a group audition, <laughs> and I went in with Matt. We went in with this old man who didn't know. Was up his name down, Marcel or something? Left from right. I don't know. He kept... He was like weird in French or something. But he wasn't. He lived in like Quebec for like a year and yeah. he kept being like, I am Marcel, you know, French because it was like a Canadian team. So he's really trying to up yeah. the Canadian stuff. And then you two gooses in this audition, you'd be like, ah, I like Chris Bosch. And he's like, yeah, me, me too. I like him too. You would say also, something bad and crazy and then yeah. he would just repeat it. That's a, I know we were quite the pair. Also, he had oil stains all over his hands and he farted loudly in the waiting room. That wasn't oil stain. Uh, So it could have been a poo stain that he was trying to hold in with his hands. Okay. So this one says note to talent. This is for the the audition I was supposed to have. Cancel if you are not experienced slash do not know how to drive a rideable mower. You will be quizzed during your audition about this and how they work. And that's all in caps. So I told my agent, I'm like, I don't know how to. I don't know how to drive a drivable mower. I've never even mowed a lawn. Calling it also, that's insane to me. Uh, we need to get you mowing a lawn. I have no lawns to mow. You had a, you had a lawn growing up. Yeah, and we had a push mower. <clears throat> yeah. You ever do that? Yeah, I pushed it once, actually. Yeah, see? But that's a that's literally... The, the, I also like how they phrase it, quiz. We're going to quiz you. What and, is it, a written quiz? And by quiz? the way, the push mower, not electric. The one oh, that you literally push and like the... 
the, the, the one that the Simpsons have for some literally, reason. Literally, yeah. yeah. So that's, and the, so I told my agent, I'm like, I don't know how to drive one of these things. And he's like, well, I'll be sure to avoid you on the roads as they're the same as a car. My agent's so sassy and I love it. Oh, really? It's quite different. Yeah. And I was like, well, it says they're gonna, there's going to be a quiz. It says in caps, do not go. I don't want to go and waste these people time, piss them off. Also, I, I don't know if I'm booking a lawnmower commercial. I mean, yeah, it would be funny to see you on a lawnmower, but... Uh, Although I said this for years ago for Tim Hortons, there was this commercial that I almost didn't go out for. It was like Tim Hortons employee, and I was like, I do not look like a Tim Hortons employee, whatever. And then I went out the next day so hungover, and I booked it, and it ended up being like a really big spot. Yeah, it was a big spot. I also, it's funny, because I booked a Tim Hortons commercial by lying as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I booked one, they were like, must have hockey experience, must be a uh, fluent... A hockey fluent player. Fluent in hockey. Yeah. I speak fluent hockey. Fluent okay. hockey player. And I, yeah, we had to do some stick handling, and I, I never played hockey in my life. I mean, no, not perfect, not anything. I mean, just like floor hockey. And I ended up booking it. And I was like the main guy in a Tim Hortons commercial. And playing. you barely had to skate, right? No, it turned out to be street hockey. Oh. But still, uh, they were like, they were like, you know, do some uh, ball handling and then uh, take a slap shot and uh, right at the goal. And I could not. I was like, could not slap shot. I wasn't even holding the stick right. They're like, what hand are you? Are you right-handed or left-handed in hockey? And I'm, I'm holding both. I'm like, both feel fine. <laughs> and they're like, okay. It was a quick shoot. See, it doesn't, <clears throat> it doesn't matter. As long as it's not like operating a forklift or something. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm curious how many people lie to get into parts and then get it and like get like blackballed because of it. It's like, oh, I can shoot a bow and arrow, and then you just do all the auditions, and you book it, and then you get on set, and you're like, yeah, someone's got to teach me how to do this. Like, well, that's that was my concern because it's it's different, like learning like the Raptors thing. I can learn some Raptors facts, whatever. Yeah. But say I book this, and then I'm like, okay, how, I could try to teach myself this, but then I have to find someone with a lawn who has. We could go to a Home Depot. And just do it. It's too late now. I know, but I'm thinking more. More for next time. Maybe next time. But even so, so I have a. I have to do a self tape after this. It's um, for a voiceover for a cartoon, and they're like, uh, we need. It's for like some dog. It's like a dog uh, with a British accent, and I was like, yeah, I can do a British accent. Try it right now. No. Let's hear it. Hello. I'm a dog. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. (laughs) I mean, but that's irritating as hell. it's, It's a lady dog too. That could be a lady. Hello, I'm a lady dog. Yeah, that's that's okay. <laughs> Maybe higher. Hello. No, uh, higher. Hello, I'm a lady dog. Speaking of higher and lower, just and then we'll get to your auditions. So anyway, but that's that's a fake until you make it thing because I can kind of do a British accent. I'm not I'm not British by any means, but Maybe give it a whack. We're in the Commonwealth. We're Canadians. Yes. Yes. I watched the Great British Baking Show a lot, so I think that would rub off on us. It has. But there's too many different types of Brits on that show. Too many different uh, dialects. I, uh, I I was also in My Fair Lady, um, the musical, and I played. Uh, who was I? Oh, I was, I was some old uh, townswoman. Okay. I was gross. I was like the town gossip. Oh. I feel like I've talked about this on this podcast, but no, I don't basically, this. Uh, what was my name? It was Mrs. Hopkins, and well, this is when Eliza goes over to. Uh, never actually never seen My Fair Lady. Things so. house. Okay. Because he basically like. Anyway, yeah. she goes to this rich guy's house to get taught how to friggin' speak. And then I'm basically like, she's going over to fuck him. Because I'm like, she requested like her birdcage, her Chinese fan, but she didn't request any clothes. Oh, is that what you said? Yeah, you saucy goes, minx. 
It was fun. Um, wait, 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 wait. What were we talking about? Oh, the dog thing, the British thing. British dog thing. British dog. There's one more thing you wanted to talk about. What the hell was oh, it? Oh, it was just about, okay, so about the, the voice. You're like, maybe higher with the voice. So Matt just released a video called uh, Robot Lawyer. Yeah. Which is, do you want to explain it? It's uh, about a robot lawyer. <laughs> it's an idea I had where I'm like, how about a lawyer that's a robot, and then he keeps breaking down mid-trial and then they just can't continue anymore that's the whole that's the whole idea and big uh, idea i played the judge and but like a male judge and, and i and the stenographer and the stenographer i played two roles um and i had a sick beard i actually looked like a full man you look like a full man you know how to man yourself up but i like i didn't want to put on like a shitty man voice like whoa because i'm like yeah. that's not funny so i just basically did my own voice but then in post i told matt i'm like what i'm like can you like lower my voice and it made it 6,000 times funnier. Yeah, I don't know. Because there's, there's certain things you just don't think of. Here, uh, here's, the, here's the clip. Like Matt's a genius at editing and all that stuff. But sometimes it takes the eye of uh, the lad with eye. This is, this is to you, come in you with a low, lowered voice as a lawyer. So funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's almost a man's voice. It's just a... It's, also, if you saw how stupid I looked, so uh, check out Robot Lawyer. Check out Robot Lawyer and all your streaming it's, devices. It's, a, it's on my. I, I retweeted it at Julia yeah. Comedy on Twitter. You can you can check it. It got out. it got some it got some likes. I don't know. It, I feel like w- lately my wine videos are the only ones that are really hitting People right now. People are gaga for your wine stuff yeah. so much that we were uh, we were at a show at um, uh, Two Bit Circus. Two Bit Circus, which is like a cool like arcade. It's kind of like a more glamorous Dave and Buster's. Yeah. Although I love Dave and Buster's better. I know you hear that Dave. You and that Mr. Bust. Mr. I got Busty? busted at Dave's. Ew. I busted at Dave's. I busted at Dave's. <laughs> Bust me, Dave. Dave busted me. Um, so we're there and uh, Matt's, it was like a really busy bar and Matt's trying to like order a beer. And the bartender was like, I love your, what'd she say to you? She goes, uh, she took my order. She goes, by the way, your wine videos are amazing. I can't get enough of them. Yeah. And then she quoted it at me when she gave our, our drink. She's like, penny ham? She's like, oh, just the best. And then I squeezed Matt's arm and went. Yeah. <sighs> it was, uh, and but I'm like, her. anytime that happens, because I still, because I mean, the first one has like hundreds of thousands of views, 120,000 views. Mm-hmm. So it's like, huge. there's probably some uh, random people in town that have seen it. But I, I'm always just like, oh, I probably know you or something. Or like, I don't know. I, right. I'm, I was very skeptical. I'm just like, oh, it was probably just a, a friend of mine that knows you. But even that's not bad. I just I just take compliments very weirdly. Well, yeah, because um, the reach of the internet is scary sometimes. But then also, like, when a bartender says that to you and compliments your online video, you got to tip well, too. So that I know. <laughs> At first, I was like, Ooh, are you going to get a discount? I'm like, no discount. And now she's complimented you. So now you have to be like, so, yeah. well, I'm a big hotshot. Because then she's like, that fucking loser from the video. Don't want to lose a follower. And also, I'm... Sure, she assumes, or a lot of people assume, that if you, you know, you go viral and or like you have a clip out there, or you're doing stand up, that you're some kind of famous and that you're making a lot of money. Which people is think not, we're very rich. Not the yeah. case at all. You've got like tens of millions of views on some just for last clips, and people have been like, then they ask you to like donate money to certain yeah, things. Yeah, someone, someone like, asked to donate to their like, they're like, I'm running a marathon if you want to donate. I'm like, first of all, my husband's running a marathon and I ain't giving him shit. Yeah, you don't need to give me nothing. No, but uh, I'll, I'll donate to charity and stuff, whatever. I know. 
but we're just getting we're getting by oh yeah and then you <laughs> so she complimented you and i'm like oh and then this person came up to me and they're like oh, excuse me and i was like oh here's Here my moment go. to get recognized and then she points to my shirt and she's like is that mayor mccheese and i'm like what and i bought this t-shirt in thailand this like thai mcdonald's shirt yeah it was like some artist made it and it was all like mcdonald's characters it was like an albino grimace mayor mccheese there's a confusing shirt but she but like i it was so funny she's like oh my god excuse me i'm like here it comes mayor mccheese i'm like whoa you should change your name to mayor mccheese oh my god hey i'm mayor mccheese if i was mayor mccheese i'd be famous by now it's got to be copyrighted is mayor mccheese yeah mick anything it probably is right i imagine um Anyway, how was your week in auditions? Pumpkin what did I have? Puss? <laughs> I think I just had one audition. It was for an Allstate commercial. And uh, here's... it was, First of all, it was in Santa Monica, very far away. So far. Well, that's what, There's this one big casting house in Santa Monica. And once you get it, you're like, well, I got to make a day of it to make it worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Also, because of traffic, whatnot. So we go there. We go to the beach. We muck around. We mill about. We muck. We muck and we buck, and we get some salads. We got this beautiful corn salad at uh, Lemonade. That was nice. We did. But um, also, uh, here, one, can I pause for a sure. second? Sure. I was just craving a Bloody Mary. Yeah. And I looked up everywhere, best Bloody Mary in this one place. Oh, this has a blessed Bloody Mary. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't care. I'll pay any money for this. It was at this fancy place. We go. The most average Bloody Mary. It was like, there was no rim. No, no fun rim, no pickle, no accoutrement, no, not even a celery stick. No, nothing. Yeah. And I guess he's like, oh, that's, uh, yeah, like a couple years ago, we used to have like these fancy ones. I'm like, then get that. Scrub <laughs> get the internet. Get it off your website. Yeah. Tell, Scrub t- the internet. No, tell the world, like, by the way, we don't have this shit. So what I'm asking you, dear listener, is if you know a place in LA with good Bloody Marys, yeah. tweet at us, message us, tell us. Please let us know. I, I mean, you know. like it more than I do. It's like a, it's like a whole meal in a cup. I find. I know, except that one. What? Uh, I, but sometimes I just get such a hankering for them. Yeah. And I I can make them at home. I know. I know. I know. But sometimes you want to go out and uh, treat yourself. We always want to go out and treat ourselves, and we did that day, and it was lovely. It was nice. And anyway, so. And then I went to the audition, and it was like a Saturday afternoon it was a too. Saturday. I got a, the audition the night before. I was a little buzzed, a little buzz bowed. And I seen it, and I was like, well, I guess we should go home. And that's how on call you have to be when you're doing like commercial acting and stuff like that, especially. Go there, and this is how I knew. I'm pretty sure the, uh, the callbacks have already happened. This is how I knew I wasn't going to get it. Um, I glanced at the camera once. And you I, did? Oh, you didn't yeah. tell me that. It was a brief camera glance, and I didn't remember it until like today. I remember thinking, I'm like, Where's I, I, I think I thought it was pretty good. She got a, got a callback, and I'm like, pretty sure I glanced at the camera, which is... The number one rule. Don't don't look at the camera. Yeah, but if you're right for the audition, you have the right look. Unless you like shit on the floor during the audition, they'll bring I you know. back. There's a million reasons why they might not call you back. But it was the whole the whole commercial is like me and my wife. Uh, it wasn't you. <laughs> I had to pretend to be what? married to another person. Uh, we see a celebrity in a restaurant and we have to be like, is that is that him? Like be like, oh, play it cool. Don't point at him, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of it, you know. I don't know, think you're supposed to tell the premise of the commercial. Well, it doesn't matter. Either way, mm. so uh, are you gonna call the cops on me? Yes. Hello, commercial police. Either way, I glanced at the can. <laughs> glanced at the can. Hello, commercial police. <laughs> call an actual police station and say that. Hello, commercial police. Put me through to the commercial division. My husband is 
Spilling the beans. Spilling the beans of all the commercials. On our world famous podcast. Yes. Um, Do you think we could call our podcast Joe Rogan's Fun Time? We probably could not. And we'd have to spell Joe and Rogan differently, I think. Or, or like Ro Jogan's Fun House. Ro Jogan's. Why don't we have a podcast called Ro Jogan's Fun House? Uh, should we change the name? Do you think he'd send a cease and desist? Probably. Probably. But that's not his name. Unless we got. No, because we're still, still like small potatoes. Like, I'm sure he wouldn't even find out. Ro Jogan's Fun House. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, we need to change it. That's so funny. Why didn't we think of that earlier? That's what we want. Did we just discover the real, the real thing we wanted? I think it is because sometimes we try to play by the rules. Like, I know we're getting off track here. Like I had my food blog that was called Eating with Julia. And then I just changed it to Eat This and Shut Up because that's so much more on brand with me. Yeah. Ro Jogan's Fun House. And then lately I've been posting videos and just the title is exactly what it is. Robot Lawyer. Like you're like, what more do you want here? I'm not going to. But that's honestly, I think that's the way it is because um, I've heard of shows, you know, like the pilots going through. It's a great show, but then it has some sort of convoluted. Oh, what's name. that one? Called? It's called like uh, Traffic Lights, wasn't that what it was yeah. called? That's one we learned in acting class. That it's called Traffic Lights, but it, it didn't work out because the name didn't make do you any think it's sense. Like a traffic school or whatever, but what it was about really was like, what was it about? It was about a because it's all about red red light. Green light, yellow light. So yellow light was a complicated relationship. Green light was single. Red light was uh, a couple that was in a long-term relationship. So, yeah, it was something like that. So, But even me saying that right now, you're like, that's not an elevator pitch at all. That doesn't make any that's, damn sense. How long is this elevator ride? Um, yeah. For those, anyway. an elevator pitch okay, is what you so pitch Okay, so you glanced at the camera. You cost us this cost family. Cost us tens of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I actually don't know. Actually, hold on. Let me see if the callbacks have even happened. I could still be in the running. Who knows? Okay, there it is. Where is it? SB. At least you got a friggin', you got called in for it. I mean, that's, it was, because, you know, we've been gone there, for a while. I know while. AT&T was uh, casting a lot of spots, and I know because I asked my agent and I was submitted for it, but uh, this old gal wasn't brought in. Also, I don't know, so I'm uh, Matt's full SAG, and I'm uh, with SAG eligible. So SAG is the actors union down here, but I have the option Shit, of yeah callbacks for today damn it <laughs> i have the option of becoming full sag but i want to remain non-union or sag eligible like in that limbo area for a bit yeah. so i can still do you can muck about so i can muck about do yeah. some non-union stuff but especially like for certain commercials like they or projects they have to because it's union and yeah. the union protects the people in the union they have to bring in a certain amount of union people yeah. and there's only a certain amount for non-union so i i i wonder if it would be beneficial to join SAG. I if, don't know. Uh, if, if there's any SAG members out there listening. <laughs> also, no, I, I want to know your two cents. Is this what you want? This is, uh, we're talking about the biz, baby. I know. It's a real coin toss. I joined the union early in Canada, and my agent was like, that was a mistake. And it turned out to not be a mistake. And so it worked out for you. But then you joined the union early here, and... Turned out to be some, so far, kind of a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's a mistake that cost me over $2,700 so far. It's expensive to join the friggin' union. But boy, howdy, if I don't get all the screeners when award season comes through. I got a DVD of The Joker that's just burning a hole in my bookcase. I still haven't seen that man. Here's my review of the movie The Joker. Uh, The worst part about it is the fans. It's much like Rick and Morty. I think it's a great movie uh, about mental health. Huh. But... He got blew out of proportion. Uh, Julia just farted. I you did not. Could not hear it on the mic. 
And uh, I understand why people didn't like it. I personally liked it a lot if you just take it as a movie and don't take it too seriously. But did I mention this on the podcast yet that I saw it by myself? And oh, I sh- yeah. And I shushed people because they were talking and taking pictures of the screen. And then I heard one of them go, oh, my God, he's by himself. <laughs> and then they shut up because the yeah, whole stigma behind this. that movie was like, this movie makes white guys go crazy. just solo mustachioed man yeah well i wanted i i adore the movie experience i've always been like i love setting up you know a dark room good picture no sound like when you when you're even when you're not here i watch movies with headphones on just because it like really i honestly think that's the next wave in cinema is when you go to the theater you get to wear headphones. You should be able to do it. Or you should be able to bring your own. And Just give in, me yeah. a headphone jack in all the seats. How mm-hmm. hard is that? Planes do d- it. I know, but planes. And then you're like, my headphone jack's not working. And then it's a whole rigmarole. And <sighs> I think I it's, it. uh, I don't know. I think we're, we're about due for headphones in movie theaters. I'll uh, tell I mean, you I would put. love it. I only went to the movies. I actually have only seen a movie alone once. And I was mad at you that day. Um, oh yeah, you saw uh, Baby Driver. Yeah, that's right. That was pre, you know, pre spacey. Pre spacey. What a different spacey. world that was, huh? I know, but it was honestly the best. I was like angry, so pissed off at you, and I was like, "Fine, I'm gonna go out on my own." And I, I adore it. going to see movies by myself. I, I know you said it's I adore. adore it. All the weed whackers. But this are is about me right now. So I chuffed out. I chuffed out. I did, and I went to the um, what's it? The dome thingy. The, yeah, Cinerama, the, the, oh my God, what's it called? The Arclight. Arclight, yeah. The dome here on uh, Sunset Boulevard. Was it in the dome that I went? But it was, but it was the Arclight. And I, I went and I treated myself first to, um, Umami Burger. Umama. I had Umami Burger and I had a beer and then I got a wine and I watched the fucking movie by myself and there was no, like nobody there. Yeah. And I just had a seat to myself, nobody around me. Afternoon buzz on wine. Afternoon buzz with a movie and mad at your husband. I mean, that's a perfect uh, afternoon right there. That's a perfect day. And the soundtrack was so good. Yeah. It was fun. It's a nice time. I know, but now I can't listen to that soundtrack because I just think of the fucking bad things. Do you think you could ever review movies? Like, be like, I'm going to review movies. Or do you just not? Yeah. Because you really got to care about movies to review movies. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you're kind of like, I like that or I didn't like it, you know? Yeah, and I I almost feel like reviewing movies takes the fun out of movies because everybody takes it so seriously. You think because are they writing notes while they're watching the movie? Like, do they have a notepad and they're just like, I like that. They must, or they or if they watch them solo and they have a little voice thing. But sometimes when I even like Rotten Tomatoes, I feel like I can't trust anymore because they constantly rate. comedies and rom-coms and a lot of things really low comedy and horror movies get such bad reviews all the time it's like i don't need to something to be like critically acclaimed to fucking enjoy it it's a movie yeah i think people take start taking movies too seriously completely and it's like well you want to you want a better movie fucking write your own write and produce and make your own yeah freaks well that's the thing with movies i even bad ones i can get still get something out of like uh do you know the the movie lucy in the sky 
No. I watched it on with a plane back from Thailand. It's got Natalie Portman in it. And it's about an astronaut that kind of goes crazy in space because she sees Earth from above and is just like, there's too much. I'm so small and mm-hmm. life is meaningless. And but and she just gets, she wants to go back up there. She gets like addicted to going to space. And it's based on a true story of an actual astronaut. Yeah. 22% on, on Rotten Tomatoes. And I ignored that and watched it. I'm like, I still like enjoyed it a little bit. It wasn't great, but it wasn't a 22%. People got to relax. People really do. There's, a, there's moments from the movie that I'm like, I, you know, I like those, those little moments. But then there's other movies that people are like, this is the best movie ever. Like Sausage Party has an amazing rating. Could not and believe I it. hated that yeah. movie more than anything. Good for the people involved, but I could not understand and that rating. And the people rating. involved, I think, are so funny. Yeah. But I don't. But you know what? And that's the beauty of comedy. Yeah. Not everybody has to agree. And if you liked it, I think you're fine. Also, comedy changes drastically year to year, I find. Oh, yeah. It is such... From people that like analyze it and observe it at all times. Whoa. I don't know, I don't know if regular people are noticing this, but holy shit, comedy is rapid up and down all, the t- all, over, the, all over the place. I mean, even... I, there's, I, that's why I think certain shows like a Seinfeld or like or people are like Monty Python there's some things that still hold true today and they're yeah. still so relevant today but we were wa- I've watched a few movies recently from like 2010 2011 like comedies and I'm like I remember watching this at the time like dying and yeah. now I'm like this is horrendous some real bad ones some yeah real bad things what did we try to watch yesterday the wrong the other guys the other guys and so many people were like this is like one of the last great ones man like this and yeah, is but there's some great lines there's <coughs> a, a really like a few really fun moments yeah but 70, then 78 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah and that's a lot for like certified a, fresh eh. and we barely got i don't even think we finished it we didn't we were also tired and full of pork but again, let me let us say on the record. Good for the people involved in making a movie. <laughs> oh my god, pork. I would li- if I was in that movie, I'd shit my pants. I know. Listen but to us. We we reviewed movies for almost five minutes right there. Holy shit! Are we I'm, movie reviewers? I'm Siskel and Near Ebert. Which one is the dead uh, one? <laughs> I think Siskel's dead. Are they both dead? What? I don't know. Either way, what do we do this episode? We reviewed movies at the end. We, we did. talked about our auditions mm-hmm. at one point. Uh, you need to learn how to ride a lawnmower, otherwise you're not going to make it in Hollywood is what we discovered. Well, I think it's important to um, learn fun little things, and that's why that's why we talked about this last week. I'm like, I want to take singing lessons. Yes, and that's um, why I'm taking an underwater jiu-jitsu class. Well... I was going to say something, uh, you know, is this a scratch on our nice table? Sorry, I'm getting like, oh my God. No, it's coming off with my finger. I mean, on our uh, (coughs) desk studio. It's Wayfair, isn't it? Uh, Oh my God. Lawn lawn blower's getting bad. (laughs) But what I'm saying is I want to take like a pottery class. I want to do whatever because you never know with these commercials or even like a character you're going to play or whatever. I think the more, A, it makes you just a more well-rounded human and it's something fun to do. And I think, uh, I think... Even if you're not in the acting business, get out there and do something different. What a lesson to end this episode right? on. Right? Get out there and do something stupid. Be stupid and don't be dumb about it. Oh, and then uh, can we can we promote some things? Sure. Fire away. Okay. So uh, this is going to come out on Friday. So then Saturday, Matt and I are both at uh, Make It Rain Comedy at Cheetah's. Cheetah's is a strip club in Hollywood. Yeah. Finally, we've, we're making it. And so Make It Rain Comedy, the whole premise is we, we each do a seven-minute set. 
and then we have three minutes to dance on the pole. And it's not like, I mean, it could be sexy if you wanted it to be, but mine's I'm probably going to break be. my nose. And we just dance and whatever, and then people throw ones at us. And at the end, all the comics pool the money, and uh, we split it up. So, yeah, Make It Rain Comedy, 8 p.m. at Cheetah's. Yes. Follow Let's me. end this episode quick. Okay, this is uh, probably annoying to listen to. Follow me on social media, at Julia Comedy, uh, on all the things, at Julia Comedian on Facebook, and uh, at Is This What You Want podcast yes. on Instagram. And Matt? Matt O'Brien on Instagram, Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. Oh, you'll hear us next week. Bye-bye. What you want with that